0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: Everybody has something we wish we could tell our younger self. What would you say to yours? On Dear Younger Me, we will be having conversations with people from a array of communities and contexts about what they wish they could say to their younger self. This is Dear Younger Me with Ashley on ORFM Dunedin's Youth Zone, a letter to our younger selves. hey guys this is dear young me and welcome back for another absolute fire show it's gonna be awesome i love doing this and i hope you guys are sincerely enjoying this it's really inspiring and i'm taking away quite a bit from this and i know some of my friends have commented on it as well and they're feeling really good and resonating with a lot of the stuff so um definitely um get on the grapevine um share this with your friends if you want to and i really hope yeah just just check it, like, just, I hope, I I guess for me it's sort of vision deep down, really, from what I would love to say to myself, but then also noticing that other people are quite keen on sharing their experiences, and just seeing that fly, it's just so good. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have had a really, really great week, um, fortnight actually, for me, it sounds like it's just literally condensed in like three days, because um, I think I might have covered that I am currently full off for an accounting paper with my degree which sucks oh my gosh I I, I just can't do accounting um it, it just it, it's over my head guys oh goodness I yeah it, it, it is yeah I have massive respect for all those people out there that want to go into accounting <laughs> and our accountants you guys you guys are great um we need you <laughs> but yeah so that's me um, I'm still plotting along with that and um, I, the page sort of thing is still in the works because i want to get some like really cool fancy pictures and stuff and really get some content before I sort of set it up that makes these guys I don't want it to be like sort of a skeleton just yet um, and then we can just grow it from there because yeah everybody if you guys um have been here since like project here days and stuff i um am terrible with social media um i'm even terrible with my own it is it's horrible for me i i'm not I'm, i don't think i'm a social media person i'm more of a meme person <laughs> it's so bad but yeah so there's a little um wacky introduction there um so going on a um
2: tangent there
1: but you know um that's me um probably the most socializing i've done in about a fortnight we've been looking at numbers all the time and uh, and cannot wait to get into this next hour so um on the last show uh, sort of like a brief sort of like cap Ooh, my voice went really really croaky then whoa what would you say to yours but yeah um, but yeah, so it was just really, um, I just realized something. I just had a brainwave. But anyway, guys, um, we're going to get straight into it. I have, uh, a wonderful, um, arena on here. And so if you guys don't know, um, she's our latest youth coordinator. Uh, she's joining us with the Otago Access Radio. She's been with us as, um, a community engagement, um, community connector which is absolutely awesome and um i just cannot wait to hear what she has to share with us today and just go from there it's so good um we're gonna take a quick break right now and then we're gonna jump straight back into it and we're gonna get started into the real stuff so stay tuned on that
0: on myself because that's the move I'll be over now, but I feel it still. Got another mouth to feet. Leave it with the babies, and the mama call the grave digger. Gone with the falling leaves. Am I coming out of left feet. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks now. I've been feeling it since 1966. Now i had your
1: So getting straight into it, we have the wonderful Arena from Tiger Access Radio here. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to put her on the spot. And we're going to really get into this, which is really awesome. So, guys, I hope you guys enjoy and definitely don't hesitate to check out some podcasts as well alongside this because there's wonderful people just like me and, um, De Younger Me and also there's Youth Zone, which is really awesome. So there's not just podcasts, which can be accessed through the website on uh, oar.org.nz, um, which is up in the top right corner. The last time I checked, uh, it says podcast. You can't miss it. It's pretty good. And then there's like hundreds of shows on there. Absolutely amazing. And you'll definitely find more than one that you online. It is a wonderful realm and a wonderful community to check out, and of course you have the wonderful Youth Zone app. So definitely go on, uh, download it um, through the Place Google Play Store, and I think it's through Apple. I mean, guys, I don't, I don't have Apple, so Apple's like <laughs> on the other side for me. But yeah, so check out that, download that, uh, see um, YZ NZ. Uh, you have, I think it is. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely look up that sort of thing and you'll definitely find it and it'll go from there. And it's really good. I cannot recommend it enough. There's, um, everything there events, things like that, and it's posts all for it and videos as well. So check that out, guys. But now we're gonna get started into this and I'm gonna introduce the wonderful Arena. How are you? <laughs>
2: Thank you oh. No, oh thank you <laughs> i also have
1: it i like but I like <laughs> the other mic oopsie oh yep. uh,
2: kira thank you for ha- making me happy being here today it's really oh, rewarding no, it's... to be on your show yeah oh and it's <laughs> really
1: exciting um because it's something i've wanted to do for quite a while and i'm um, just seeing you come into the um well, otago access radio family as so, a like, staff member and everything it's just so cool so yeah. well Welcome and I cannot wait um to have you as our youth coordinator and sort of getting into that. It's, oh, it's exciting.
2: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's definitely a really privilege to work here, especially this is my, my first job and such uh, a really good first job, actually. Oh, yeah.
1: So good. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, so um going into sort of stuff, um what um so, I guess, just before we get into the real, uh, like, I guess, um, golden nugget here, um, before we get into that, what was, um, what sort of pulled you to get into community and sort of like connecting and stuff like that?
2: Mm, so, I think it all started, uh, well, I, th- I came to New Zealand in 2010 from Malaysia and I've lived multiculturally. I, yeah. and I think when I went back to Malaysia, there was a reversion reverse culture shock going on and then I came back to New Zealand for university and when that happened um, I I think the Christchurch attack was definitely one of the big reasons why I'm doing what I do Um, and then I started advocating for the communities that needs representing um, as the um kiwi ambassador for education new zealand wow and then i went into student politics and then now i'm here i guess that's that's basically how i started working with communities it was more into student politics than like um like just general community yeah first yeah but now i'm here yay <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it was an adventure yes oh. student politics Mm I actually like this out of that (laughs) that's very interesting yeah I just came back from a university council meeting uh, as a guest actually Um, they are raising international student fees really really highly Uh, and we were there protesting which is great fair enough
1: because it's like since COVID as well it's pretty much like last nail on the coffin really isn't it (laughs) like it's brutal because like you guys are like being put in a lot of position um, Mm. as international students as well Mm.
2: and I had to lose a lot of friends who had to go back to their home countries because they couldn't afford to finish their final year of the degree and which is really heartbreaking because you I want would. to graduate you know you want to and graduate
1: a dream as well like big dream like they've come this far worked so hard had all that sacrifices and then boom having to
2: yeah and just because university is not making enough money so instead of doing <laughs> other things like cutting off other funds they would rather yeah. just increase the money they're taking from uh, international students which mm. is sad but
1: yeah, um, hopefully they change their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what adds community as well. Because um, Dunedin, I like to think Dunedin's quite diverse, mm-hmm. and just having like considering we have twenty thousand students in our city each year, um, just having that like sort of community being hindered by that is pretty. Yeah, because we have a lot of skills. Come on, and we we're, we're turning people away and. They could be a really cool person that can be part of this journey um, into a better, better world, and having that sort of like in our community. Right in Dunedin is just yeah, yeah, and in um, having to lose that all because they want to make money. Mm. Uh, it's a very big subject for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh gosh, yeah, that is really interesting, and oh, massive respect for you. Mm. And I definitely hope they do uh change their minds about this and provide a lot more support as at the end of the day we're humans and we deserve opportunities i am going to sneeze
2: <coughs> oh goodness <laughs> <There's
1: you. laughs> but yeah alrighty. so going into some about our me um i assume you would have something that you would like to talk about um where yeah. would you like to begin so where was um i guess where's my big question would you like me to ask questions?
2: Yeah, I think yeah. it would be great if you ask questions. Yeah. Awesome, I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> it's going to be
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome as... Okay, so going away to sort of this D Young and Me sort of thing... Um, I for me always had like a focus sort of age range and then I usually sometimes progressed through the age ranges for me but everybody is different so um for you um was there any particular moment where I was I guess it was that sort of boom moment that started growing with that learning and sort of like the start of the letter of the dear younger me to you wow yes, That again
2: um I think for me it would be when I was 19 uh but I think all the things that I reflected on when I was 90 was happened when I was fifteen. If that makes yeah, sense. I think a lot of people had a crisis when they were fifteen. Oh yeah, it's like the <laughs> transition age between um, high school in Malaysia had two uh, phases, like yeah. lower high school and upper high school. I'm not sure the terms you call it here. Is it different to like junior and senior? <laughs> Bro, uh, so when you're sixteen, you're a senior, so you can change schools if you want. Oh, uh, so that's that's what. I experienced in Malaysia, so I changed schools from a um, a really good school um, yeah. in Kedah, which is like a like a suburb, to a city um, where I was the only one who came from <laughs> my 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 not country. would call that hometown. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that was a big culture shock for me. Wow. Yeah. Th- yeah, but. Because um, yeah. how small would your um, hometown be compared to the city? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's massive. Small. Yeah. Um, wow. Mm, I think growing up in s- high school, I think it was hard for me because I had quite um, belonging issues with myself because I live multiculturally. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't mention about the reverse culture shock. Um, that was something I, I went through because, um, yeah, I, I was raised as a Malaysian, yeah. and then when I came to New Zealand, it was such a fun time, and I was young, I was 10, so I yeah. basically absorbed all of the cultures I could. You know, I did I did Haka, I, I learned Reo, I had such multicultural friends, and people yeah. here were very open to a lot of differences. Mm. Um, and when I came back to Malaysia, I think it was quite confusing for me to uh, understand how difference could be bad you know mm-hmm. and that confused me because I wasn't yeah. uh, I wasn't raised that way when I was here in New Zealand and it w- there was a lot of unlearning and relearning a lot of things wow. um, but yeah um, one of the things... let's talk about body image <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um, one of, like I have an example that might make more sense to yeah. our listeners um, so uh, I have freckles And yeah. not, not a lot of Asians have freckles And I didn't have freckles when I was in Malaysia But when I came to New Zealand Somehow I, I got them I don't (laughs) know. Yeah, I don't know how. Probably because of the weather change, or I I got used to the climate Mm -hmm. here. And when I got freckles here, I felt so happy because a lot of my Kiwi friends had them as well, and a lot of people in in TV had them. So it was like, wow, I'm one of them, you know. And when I went back to Malaysia, people started saying stuff like, "Oh, Irina, you're pretty," but my mom said that you should probably put egg whites on your face to remove. dots on your face oh no no. (laughs) and I was like 11 it's like crushed (laughs) but I love them I didn't even even say I don't like them they were they just implied that you know you shouldn't have those things on your face oh no it was so heartbreaking for 11 year old yeah oh (laughs) no so, um, talking about... Uh, well, we're on Dear Younger Me. If I could speak to Dear Younger Arena, I would say that... Why, why would you hear what they were saying about your freckles? You yeah. know, they were beautiful. <laughs> oh my. Yeah.
1: But that's actually really buzzy, though. Because, like... Um, so, oh my gosh. Like I mean, for me, I guess it shows, like, for me, I just never took the time to think about freckles yeah because like oh my gosh yeah it must be like sort of like the sort of thing here in new zealand where the sun is like really stronger than usual probably
2: that that is really funny but oh (laughs) it's all it's like (laughs) this ruthless yeah i think it it also happened again when i was 15 yeah We, we did those um secret um, letters Before we leave school All oh, uh, those Yeah I, I, I had mine From a boy I know I know who he was And yeah. he said that Oh you're pretty But you have dots On your face What the hell You know <laughs> um, But it's fine I've grown up That I think yeah. It was just The cultural differences And um, You know Beauty is different In different cultures Yeah, yeah. But that's wow. okay I've I've grown to realize that now and it doesn't hurt me anymore. <laughs> no. But, like, actually, like,
1: when I think about it, though, yeah, thinking back to, like, our 11-year-old selves, because, um, I, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to relate to um, Frickles uh, to a tea but um, um, I remember about my eyebrows. <laughs> ah. um, this is really stupid. Um, I've never talked about this because I, I think, for me, as really still something for me that I find really hard to talk about but I'm gonna talk about it because Mm -hmm. that inspired me so thank you Arena. Mm -hmm. but like going on from that like our 11 year old selves like and um into like between like the 11 to 15 it is it can be quite hard with that because we're like full blown going through that sort of what our friends um are feeling or what they're looking like but also finding who we are but also seeing like the world around us just so much stuff and it's so overwhelming um, <laughs> I was at school one day and my eyebrows were like bushy little caterpillars. They were, they were great. They were caterpillars. They were free. Like, let those caterpillars grow. Um, and there's nothing wrong with those. Um, I went to school one day and one of the popular girls was like, ew, you've got a monobrow. I ran into the school <laughs> toilets, looked at my eyebrows and it was like I mean, from my like mind like mindset. Now like when I look back when I wrote back on it like reflect back on this. All I remember was like there's just a few little like st- Like strands of eyebrows, like little bits just around the sides. They were wild, they were cute. And, um, oh my gosh. (laughs) What did I do? I grabbed the tweezers when I got home and I picked them all off, but I picked off the fine, fine little hairs that are completely natural on our face around my eyebrows. And then what happened? Um, we all know (laughs) I got my eyebrows. Mm. So, guys, don't listen to the popular people or the people that turn around about your eyebrows or your freckles or whatever. Like, guys, like, honestly,
2: it's just not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. And what's funny is that nowadays... Uh, models do have monobrows and they yeah. do have freckles, you know? And the beauty standards definitely have changed. Yeah. And they do put uh, freckles on filters, like Instagram beauty filters and stuff. I Yeah. noticed that. Yeah. And I saw one of the people who said something about my freckles <gasps> using the Instagram oh, beauty filter. I and I mean, it's so mad. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh, that would be triggering.
2: Yeah. Oh. I didn't say anything to her, though. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I have to move on. It was like... Like nine years ago (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah but like it's the whole thing
1: like um, sit around those things Uh, how did you sort of um, like your reflection process like how like how did you um, sort of because I know for us some of us we can find it quite hard to move on from that pain or some of that stuff around body image and finding it hard with that but also sometimes being in a community where there's people that will actually really hinder that journey as well Mm um or um, prevent that sort of self-healing. What are some of the stuff that you could,
2: um, like some of the processes that you went through with that? Hmm. I think I'm a really good and expressive communicator. I think that's one of the... It's a privilege to be able to open up, actually, because it's it's easy to go to therapy, you know, it's easy to talk to someone, and when I know I need help, I actually go and find it. And I think it's a really blissful thing to have because not a lot of people are um, easily open and like easily open up their stories. Um, I think communicating about what I'm going through really helps and I definitely have been more gentle with myself. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's definitely helped because um, if I look back from like two years ago, I... I've always been someone who wants to be better for myself. Yeah. So, like, I, I just want to do more and more and more. And um, like saying yes has become a habit. And you don't know when to stop, which, yeah. which, which is bad, you know? Definitely. Yeah.
1: And being sustainable to ourselves. In um, that way, like we look at sort of things going, oh, over there, like that sort of business or something, or blah, 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 like something that's not a living th- person or mm-hmm. a person that actually has their uh, mental and physical health. Like we're looking at that, and then we're easy, we're so quick to say, oh, that's not sustainable over there, but we're so quick to not actually look at ourselves and go we're not being sustainable to ourselves
2: mm. yeah. and yeah reminders like that um for me i would have five mindsets on my phone reminder and i read to them my, to myself like every day when i wake up and that before i sleep a good idea. Uh, do you want to hear them the five oh mindsets? yeah, yeah. No, yes <laughs> I, <laughs> tell us i change them when i need to but yeah. um these are the ones that i need to know at the moment you know yeah. like at the moment The phase of life I'm going through right now. Yeah. The first one is be present in the moment, Um, especially because sometimes when, because I I work interviewing people, I would focus more on like, oh, when this goes to air, I have to edit that or, you know, and that really um, triggers the uh, response systems that I have when I'm talking to that person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But when I'm present in the moment, I only think about like the, uh, what I'm speaking to them about, you know, and that really calms the nerves and everything. Um, that's the first one. Second one is remove unnecessary pressure. Yeah, yeah I think this is a big one. Um, sometimes I would put all these unnecessary pressure on myself, which no one told me to do, but I just felt that I should. Mm. I think it, there's a lot of guilt as well being a migrant because um, um, home isn't doing so well yeah. um, with COVID and everything and I yeah. I am one of the privileged people who get to um, be in New Zealand yeah. and there's a lot of guilt uh, yeah. being a migrant uh, thinking about you know um, what can I do for the people back home and sometimes I just feel so hopeless that I can't do anything actually I can mm. send support but I can't physically change how the government can um, wow. react to COVID-19 or anything, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, remove unnecessary pressure. <laughs> um, the third one is they love your values, not identity. I think that's a really important one for me. Um, I used to be so triggered when people ask me where, where I'm from. I, I still am. I, I think because yeah. when people ask me where I'm from, they assume that I'm not from here. Mm. And that's not a question you would ask to a person who doesn't look like they're not from New Zealand? You feel me? Yeah, definitely yeah. following. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've lived here uh, biculturally, yeah. and like I want to be able to have the space to say that Danita is home. Yeah, you know? yeah. Why do you assume that? i'm not from here exactly away. yeah yeah
1: because i know a few of my uh, friends like they get quite frustrated with that as well and i'm like i, I feel for you because yeah. like y- you have a right to call home home yeah <laughs> and just because someone doesn't feel that Ugh. It, it's I, I can't like yeah. i just can't yeah um it's it's a it's a really
2: frustrating one mm. Yeah. And I think where I'm from doesn't really matter as long as, you know, where it's home for me. Yeah, yeah, because if that's the story I want to um, navigate um, in anything, you know, that's more important that you let me speak about what I want to speak rather than yeah. you pushing on this, um, this uh, label that, oh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think,
1: like, um, if it's okay... Um, mm-hmm going into that sort of as a like a younger person as when you were younger um how was that journey for you like Mm. facing because there have been some pretty like people that were pretty (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah yeah how was that for you as a young person
2: when i came back i filled my malay language papers (laughs) <laughs> oh. I, was, I was 12, and at the age of 12, before yeah. going to 13, we would go from primary school to high school. Oh, wow. So um, I had to study really hard in Malay language because if I don't do well, yeah. I'm actually failing my core paper. And if I fail my core paper, I wouldn't get into a good school. Basically. So I failed both of my papers in like the first exams. But I studied really hard. I think my mom sent me to tuitions like after school and stuff. Which I got both uh, papers A (laughs) afterwards. So yeah, you know, studying hard really Really helps, but it was a lot of culture shock because, yeah. um, in New Zealand, when you were 12, there were no exams. No. There were no pressure at all, you know. School was fun. And, uh, um, yeah. yeah, that, that had a big toll. And, you know, there were friends who, friends, <laughs> people who say things like, Oh, you were only there for like, Two years, like how could your your Malay be that bad? You know, how could you have adopted to this new culture when it's not even your culture? Oh. You know, things like that, like um, claiming um, people who migrate uh, were ungrateful of their home culture. But no, that's not yeah. how things are. Migration is usually to seek better opportunities, it's not that we're. Um, leaving that behind it's that we are trying to embrace and develop ourselves so that we can uh, contribute to our communities better you know definitely (laughs) yes oh gosh because
1: like that's one thing like for me i guess like from like my my lens is quite narrow of course like i'm I'm a white pakeha young woman (laughs) from like who's been born in new zealand to like Ugh, I just haven't I I'm I'm literally pucky hard one hundred percent. I'm pretty I'm pretty boring guys.
2: Um <laughs> oh, you're not
1: <laughs> <laughs> But like yeah and like for me I never thought of like the whole like thing of actually getting it both ways. Mm. And um sheesh that's hard. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And as a young person, um, that that's even harder. And having that stress I'm like, mm. Yeah. Oh gosh. Mm. I think yeah, yeah. when
2: I came back uh it was a lot of like unlearning the things I thought were real yeah and um adapting it with like my Kiwi mindset because basically like I I think well because I came to New Zealand it really changed my thinking process Mm. like I would evaluate things like is this really necessary you know I wouldn't just like follow things through I would question a lot of things Yeah, I became so curious like oh okay you do this why and in Asian in in Asian countries questioning isn't good (laughs) what really yeah Um, um the, there, there are countries we which use authoritative approach to things where yeah. you just follow orders. Wow. Um, and unfortunately, in my school system, there were some teachers who do that. So very authoritative. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So that was weird because in New Zealand, I would, yeah. I would be the one who asked questions. I would be the one who volunteer. volunteered. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a lot of like... Um, lot of cultural differences when I yeah. was growing up and yeah. The shock. <laughs> yeah, the shock. Like yeah. like where do I belong? Like I I know I know that these people look like me, but why aren't we thinking the same way? Mm. Um and I recently I well, last year, I took a global studies paper on yeah. intercultural communication and we looked at multiculturalism. Um imagine a person with uh, so imagine I was in Malaysia. I had I I was born with red glasses, red lens glasses. Yeah. And when I came to New Zealand, um it added a new cultural color which is blue, for example. Yeah. So when I came back to Malaysia, my friends were seeing through red glasses, but I was seeing through purple. Wow. So that's the differences that yeah. was happening. That's like i only realized that like last yeah. year like that's why we couldn't really connect yeah that's why I, I I had really hard time um just fitting in because i was seeing through purple when they were seeing through red so that all made sense wow. last year it took me like 10 years <laughs> <Huh.
1: gasps> this is such a great example yeah <sighs> I love it like when there's like those examples like that and like using that sort of stuff to explain it it's just metaphors yeah Yeah, (laughs) it's so good oh yeah and I think like there's not enough of that out there for Mm. us to all connect in a way where we all can feel heard Mm. um because there's only very few of us that are getting heard mm And then there's um again a few of us that are actually letting our voices out there for other people to get their voice heard, and then there's yeah. these other ones that just oh, they're just so loud they won't they won't be quiet mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um and as a young person, damn that 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 would have been ruthless <laughs> <laughs> so like um how did you sort of get through that um over time as well like with the sort of change from like the very sort of like, 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 like. I guess is it when I say like um, to your own devices? Is that the sort of right thing, or sort of like just really like you think what you want to think? To uh, then suddenly, to this is the instructions.
2: Yeah, I think during high school, I tried really hard to fit in. Yeah, which is bad. I feel like I went, I chose wrong, wrong friends, because <laughs> I. Because I really wanted to fit in somewhere. And somehow, none of them fits perfectly for me. Mm. Um, But I think I tried to find a thing that I could um, reach out to other people. And I I did a lot of things on social media. Mm. Um, I think when I was 15, I started a study blog. (laughs) Find your outlet. I know. <laughs> um, have, have you seen things on Pinterest of like, oh, um, yeah. like coffee cups and like yeah, a MacBook and like who's studying? You know. Like yeah. like, uh. <laughs> I used to be those guys. Oh I used gosh, to have yes. a study blog. Yeah. Um, a really good one. Not just like pretty photos. I like actually yeah. studied with it. But um, that that's one of my first ways to find my community. And uh, there weren't a lot of like study blogs in like in Malaysian context. What? But when I came to New Zealand I brought that study blog with me and I got to find some uh some people in Otago who are study bloggers, so that was oh really fun. Yeah. That is so
1: good. Yes. And I guess, like, um, it's actually really funny because this is a reoccurring theme Mm. from past interviews is that that finding that outlet Mm. amongst the chaos that is not serving us Mm. um, or is not um, helping us grow or helping us feel good Mm. um, and is more hindering us um, moving through with actually being great in our own lives and just reaching our full potential. And just having that outlet is so good. Mm. It's so awesome. I love seeing, like, recurring themes like that. Yeah. Yeah. Find your outlet, guys. Like, seriously. Because, um, like, again, I, I know that I've said this in the past. It's like, yeah, whether it's art, whether it's this, whether it's that, um, whether it's study and um, blogging and stuff, it's, it's so um, – just finding an outlet yeah. can be so healing. Mm-hmm. But then um, – So like with that, I mean, it's a super random question here, but like did that sort of facilitate room to reflect as well and sort of grow and find what you liked and what you didn't?
2: Yeah, definitely. I I think one of the biggest turn for me was um, studying psychology and gender studies. Yeah. Um, so I came here thinking that I would go into anatomy because I was really I was an A plus student in biology at high school. Wow. <laughs> so I thought, that, okay, probably not medicine. I don't want that, that kind of life. Probably like, because <laughs> um, I like drawing. So I, I really loved um, drawing the anatomy skeletons and oh stuff. Oh my gosh, it was
1: so cool. Yeah.
2: Um, but then when I when I did my first year. I took some papers in psychology and gender studies on, like, uh, human sexuality, which are papers I... W- which would be banned in Malaysia, basically. No. <laughs> papers which I, I, I can't get hold of in Malaysia. Books that's not in Malaysia. Things that's no. that can't be... Um, talked about in malaysia and i really wanted to learn more into that so i took yeah. it here and i'm really glad i did because i have this this powerful knowledge which i couldn't find it anywhere else you know yeah yeah and that was really uh, rewarding for me to um understand people where with who they are what they who they want to be you know and just they're, these people are so empowering, you know. Yeah. Society says this, but they say that, and they follow that through. I think that's yeah. what inspired me to claim my um, who I am. Like, I am an in betweener. I am multicultural. You know, yeah. if they can do it. I can do it as well. Oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that.
1: Uh, yeah, like so going into um, oh gosh, I have my point now um damn i'm getting so (laughs) this is so good but um um what's i gonna say uh oh goodness I know what I was, it was really, really good. I was going to tie it up really, really well. Um, <laughs> it it's always the way. Um, we'll just talk about something. It'll we'll come back and I'll be like, ooh, is that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cannot, like, sort of go back into where I was sitting before because I'm in the same place. <laughs> so yeah. I won't come back. But yeah, no, it's still not coming back to me, um, as I'm talking right now. But, um, so going into, uh, sort of, um, just around, um. Yeah, I, I'm still really trying to figure out what I was trying to say. I reckon we'll take a break and then we'll come back and it should be there in my head then. Yep. We'll catch you guys super-duper soon.
0: I'm back with the madness, I'm a champion, of the people who don't believe in champions I got nothing but dreams inside, I got nothing but dreams I'm just young enough to still believe, still believe We're young enough not to know what to believe in Young enough not to know what to believe in, yeah. Every day on the inside The only thing I do is sit around and kill time I'm trying to blow out the pilot light I'm trying to blow out the light I'm just young enough to still believe, still believe Was young enough not to know what to believe
1: Hey guys, you guys are listening to the wonderful Tiger Access Radio, 105.4 FM. If you guys have randomly checked in right now or have checked in in the past like 20 minutes cuz we usually have a break, but hey guys, I was consumed by this amazing interview. It was awesome. Um, so we lost track of time. I cannot believe it's almost 5. <laughs> But anyway, so um, I've been talking to the wonderful arena from Otago Access Radio. She's a community connector and also the Youth Zone coordinator as well. And we've been talking a lot about many inspiring things, which I encourage you guys to check it out at your own pace and really unpack it through what you guys want to do. So you can check out those podcasts through oar.org.nz um, or you can go through the Youth app, which is the one you guys prefer. I love both. Um, there's many more shows like me on there as well and it's just awesome. Um so guys, um I know that like previously just before we did um I we were like talking about really cool things and then I had this point that I wanted to add to it, but I completely forgot because you know Ashley Brain always does that. Um I think it's like seriously works overtime um and it just like goes one step ahead before my body can <laughs> even cope and I'm like, what is this? but anyway so um Irina was talking about how like um the Graceworth High School and everything and like she was uh, you're into biology correct yeah yeah. but like there was that bigger sort of calling in a way where there was your passion as well which Mm -hmm. was pulled into other parts yeah and I find, like, it's something that I would really want to sort of, um, point out here again, because this is sort of a reoccurring theme from other shows in the past that we've done in episodes, sorry, not shows, um, other episodes of this, where, um, a lot of us are so, um, there's like societal expectation or expectations from like parents or um schools i don't know um ourselves even and i think it's something more important that we can look at as ourselves at the end of the day because sometimes there could be that subconscious um expectation of having to go study before we even know what we want to study and it's something or where we haven't really found out who we are or what our real passion is and well, we might think that passion is not going to get us anywhere. It's something that maybe we need to take the time to really look at. Hmm. Whether we're still in high school, whether we're on the brink of wanting to leave high school. Um, it's just about checking those things out. And whether we are no longer in high school. There's just so many things. We need to check those things out because, hey, we all deserve to be happy. And that's the main thing. Um, so, like cuz like with uh, cuz you were like studying like do the studies and everything and there was a lot of insight and mm. really stuff that you found um, like impacted a lot of stuff that you do today yeah um and like community
2: yeah
1: um and it called to you
2: more than biology <laughs> yeah, Correct? yeah, yeah. <laughs> then i realized that oh where is this hitting you know like yeah. i want to help people I mean, I know I can help people with biology, but like, directly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think it goes back to also, um, not necessarily directly back to, but sort of in some way, um, our values tie up in it as well. And I think also that was another reoccurring theme from other shows (laughs) as well that have been done, um, around values, um, and sort of what, um, at the end of the day, what aligns with what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, while things are great in other contexts that we are interested in, they might not fully align with those values that make us truly happy at the end of the day. Yeah. And sometimes it's just great to just say, Nay, um, I-, I want more than that or I want something different to that. Um, yeah. And I think it's just a really, sort of really cool thing there. Um, I have another question okay. for you. <laughs> what is one, so when you um, briefly touched on the, um, oh, sometimes I like, I mean, I guess, what um, What would you call them, um, sort of quotes or? Oh, um, mindsets. Mindsets. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So like the mindset sort of thing. Um, I'm not sure if it like, sort of falls under that, yeah. but what is one quote or one mindset? Thing that you would have told yourself at any given age um, number or age you were. Um, yeah. You can do more than one if you want to. Yeah. To something that speaks in that way to your younger self. What is one thing that could sum up that?
2: You know, my fifth mindset is be who you need when you are 15. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's not something I would say to a 15-year-old self, but it's yeah. something I would say to my 21-year-old self. Um wow. in regards to my fifteen year old self, I think fifteen year old arena really needs someone who is like twenty one year old arena right now, you know like um they w- I think fifteen year old Arena was really scared. She was very confused. She didn't know where she fits in this world. She's trying to look for people like her. And yeah. she didn't even understand about multiculturalism. She didn't understand why people were different, even though they looked the same. Yeah. <laughs> um I think Yeah, I, I wish all that. I wish a uh, fifteen year old Arena knew that. Um yeah, there's this poem or a TED Talk by Rupi Kaur. Uh, she's a poet. Okay. Um, she she has all these amazing poems. But there was a TED Talk where it was a video of her speaking. Um, it was something about um her going inside her body, meeting her five-year-old self, ten-year-old self, fifteen-year-old self, and twenty-year-old self gathering them together, sitting and talking to them, saying that you belong, you're, don't be scared, you belong in this body. And oh, I think... Oh, gosh, that, yeah. that is like my heart. Yeah, I, I mean, um, if I reflect, there, there were times where I think I didn't belong. And yeah. I think it's not that I didn't belong. I, I felt that there, there was some imbalance between where I want to be and who I am. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I I want to say that to 15 year old Irina, if if you're listening. (laughs) 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 She's listening.
1: (laughs) Um, Wow. No, that's so. Wow. Um, I'll get you to send a link to that TikTok yes. as well. Yeah. Because um, I'll definitely, once the Instagram page gets loaded up and everything, it'll be, it'll be on there and mm. you can have all these resources and suddenly you guys are listening and everyone, you guys are going to get like an explosion of resources and you're going to go, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably a really cool way. Mm. Is um, Well, you yeah, have the shows to unpack, guys. You'll have the resources there suddenly sort of come up and they'll be there and you can sort of work through it again in a different light because, hey the person that listened to the show was younger Hmm. than what you are when you'll be looking at it so again there's more self-reflection there yeah so it's a woman but yeah oh oh, thank you so much thank you and it was absolutely amazing and so guys um just a super super quick summary around this and stuff because i know i'm running out of time but um so um definitely uh find your own outlets i just cannot fresh that enough and i know arena covered on it um with the um study blogs as well find your outlet man um it's so good just to do that and just to um because it not only does it um you see that happiness as well amongst the chaos because this world can be pretty chaotic y'all um it can also provide that sort of learning as well and identifying um what you like and what you don't like and really um initiating that self discovery as well. So definitely do that guys and hey um as it won't be perfect and don't strive for perfectionism <laughs> <laughs> please because I find a lot of us tend to do that when we're trying to find because that is not an outlet, um is a task. And it's very um quickly um can sort of blur the line between it, which is another thing I wouldn't mind actually covering on another show at some point, is the difference between what a healthy outlet looks like and what a more task-related outlet looks like. So watch out for that, guys. And um, also, mindsets. Put some mindsets on your phone. I actually <laughs> really like this. Um, it's actually kind of inspired me, actually, amongst yeah. the chaos of my accounting paper, guys. Um, it just has some mindset stuff as well. And I think that everybody needs those um, because we all have very chaotic lives and I know for us um, youth as well as well as us uni students um, you guys will be coming up to exam practice at the moment having your mock exams around August usually that was when I would have them but um, yeah I can become a bit more stressful and you guys could be in um, a bit of stress at the moment and mindsets so good for that so remember i think that um for you guys those are the two major points that i want to really really uh thrash today um is um our outlet and also our mindsets as well set them off your phone um <laughs> i reckon it's such a great idea and really speaks to this time at this point so you guys have a fabulous weekend and what weekend oh my gosh I'm so used to because I missed it. We can okay. So because I think it's really where I know where it's come from. Um, As a Friday, I used to do my show for about like two or three years yeah. and it was always a Friday and I was like it's live it's a Friday today no it's a Tuesday <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> Ashley I I, I I, need to just crawl back into my cave and just do my camping best. <laughs> but yeah you guys have a great rest of your Tuesday night and have some amazing dinner um, for me I'm tempted to actually cook curry sausages I don't know I'll see how it goes um, and you guys have a fabulous end of your week is it approaches and then have a great weekend (laughs) i'll see you guys in a fortnight Mm. thanks again so much arena and uh, we'll catch you guys back for the next episode of dear younger me in a fortnight you have been listening to dear younger me on rfm dunedin's youth zone join us for our next episode in two weeks and every second tuesday from 4 p.m you can find podcasts of this show from oar.org.nz or download the YouthZone app, yznz.app
0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.